0: up bozos this is Mike Dicka that's Mike D-I-C-K-U-H not to be confused with the coach let's make that very clear fighting a little uh little uh what you want to call it um no coronavirus you know just uh just a little too much whiskey and like sleeping with the window open, you know. Just a little bit of everything. People's people had colds before, you know, colds and flus. Now you go sneeze and cough at the, you know, you sneezing and uh, coughing is like the new like plague. You do that in the supermarket, people look at you funny. You know, after nine uh, <sighs> eleven. Security was all you know, you could never say like certain words. I don't even want to say here, but you know what I mean. But now you cough and sneeze, and it's like the new 9 11 thing. As far well, the new, like, you know what I mean, the new uh, <sighs> the new taboo thing, I-, I guess you'll say, huh? You know, people look at you funny, that's all I'm trying to say. <clears throat> So, let's get started, huh? First of all, I'd like to take this time out to thank all of my 10 listeners. Yeah, that's right. 10 listeners on my last podcast. Without you, you know, this I couldn't make this magic. You know, really, thank you with the, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, people, please do not subscribe do not subscribe to this don't follow, don't do any of that because uh people sound so narcissistic when they say that so uh yeah, I'm just gonna say the other way, don't you dare don't you touch that subscribe button thank you, thank you. <laughs> Oh, well, so I was I gonna say? Should I talk about sports yet? Talk. think my think my ten viewers. Thank you so much. Did that. Maybe a little introduction. I was gonna say something else though. Hmm, but what was it? What was it? What was I going to talk about? I don't know. Big lotteries tomorrow. Hope you bozos uh, win some money hope you do, hope somebody uh, who uh, really could do some good and really use it wins it, but I guess that will will work itself out anyways, right, but anyways, good luck to y'all, good luck to you all, Um, all alright, let's get started, huh, what you think? Bears, Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears. Yes, Chicago Bears. When's the last time Chicago Bears team been this exciting for a team that pretty much has little to no hope of being the playoffs. Been a long time, right? It's nice when you you know they're not gonna make, or you're you're pretty sure they're not gonna make the playoffs. But it's exciting to see the progress. Ah, uh, you know. Of course, it all boils down to the quarterback because you finally, what seems to be, have a legitimate quarterback. And you know they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but it's pretty entertaining to see quarterback progress. You know? And, um... To see... The progression from the next week to next week, because he's not exactly, you know, he. It's possible he could take a step back this week, like which he's done a couple of times. You know, he had that great game in New England, but the week after that, eh, not so much. But it's slowly, slowly starting to become a part to a point where it is consistent. Guess that's the word we're looking for here, huh? Consistency, because we haven't had that from Jake Cutler, Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, Mitch Trubisky, all those bozos. They had some flashes, believe it or not. You know it's true. You all, you all were talking about it and speaking them up. But none of them truly had consistency, and I think that's what we're all kind of looking for—consistency—to know. I guess we're pessimists, huh? I mean, I guess we're not, because if we're if we jumped on we we jump on bandwagons so so quickly here in Chicago on quarterback bandwagons. You know, you know how many of you jumped on Jay Cutler and Rex Grossman and Kyle Orton and Mitch Trubisky. You jumped on the Henry Burris bandwagon, too, and uh, Cordell Stewart and Eric Kramer and blah, 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 jibber-jabber. You jumped all those bandwagons, but... um When's the point when Justin Fields becomes consistent and he is a good quarterback? I feel, we feel like we're all kind of... You're, you're hesitant to, to say it. But from what you're seeing, given the line and the wide receivers that he has, you feel pretty good, right? You feel pretty good about yourself. But I think we have to be realistic too, because uh, you know we set ourselves, our, we set ourselves up for failure in the past too, and we got let down. So Justin Fields is doing pretty damn good for what he's given, but he has some faults too he still holds on the ball for way too long fumbles he, he's he, you all heard the the stats of how many times he's fun, fumbled but somehow miraculously he's been over been able to recover so many of them unfortunately that's not going to just not going to stick if he keeps fumbling like that his recovery percentage isn't going to keep being sustainable can't believe I came up with that sentence when I'm drunk and still managed to put those words in, outside of my mouth. But I did, but you know what I'm talking about. <coughs> 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 Got some ticklish in my throat. Yeah, so, uh, it's a nice place to be. It's a nice, uneasy place. It's weird, huh? It's like watching a movie. It's like watching a movie in a movie theater. Watching a good movie in a movie theater with your feet on really sticky movie theater ground. Like, where they have tile, which I know movie theaters don't really have tile anymore, do they? But it's like you're watching a movie in uh, in the seats. And it's a really good movie. But your feet are on that sticky tile from the soda they haven't cleaned in seven days. It's like a great movie, but just every once in a while you still feel a little uncomfortable. Because your feet is on that sticky, sticky tile, it just gives you anxiety. So I was like, ah, oh, you love this movie, but then you just, ugh. you don't know, you know, Just when, just when you're watching it and you're feeling good about it, oh, you go back to reality and you have to like, ugh. Uh, uh, uh. So yeah, it's good, but with reservations. <clears throat> but we got a receiver, Chase Claypool. I'm sure I'm thinking what are y'all thinking. Second round pick seems uh, seems a little much, right? Be nice, be nice if you gave up a third round and a seventh, or you know. I don't know, just the second round seems a little much, but I understand it, especially when you hear news that, like, the free agent wide receiver market for next year isn't supposed to be very promising at all, especially if you look at the list. Go ahead and look at it, as well as the draft class. So, you know, it's nice to give, uh, you know, you have to give field some help, which I think, is something we may overlook in this trade is the fact that hopefully it by it gives Justin Fields it helps cover up what how much how am I going to say this He he doesn't have to wait as long sometimes to throw the ball because I know that's one of his biggest weakness. He holds on to the ball too long and, you know, hints to sacks too. But um, although I know Claypool, his best asset is the deep routes, which you're going to have to wait. But, um, you know, maybe he won't get sacked as much because... You know, I don't, I don't know the percentage of his deep balls, but I'm sure it's not that many. I'm sure he's going to do a lot of, you know, ten yard routes, twelve, fifteen yard routes, seventy percent of the time, right? Estimated ballpark, which you've seen so many videos of Fields dropping back, and like they're all covered, and he's just kind of wandering because he, he's waiting for somebody to get open, but there's nobody open. But hopefully that cuts him getting sacked because instead of him wandering getting sacked or you know barely getting out and running or like dropping the ball off to the fifth a- fifth option fourth third option, he's throwing a slant to Claypool or he's you know uh, throwing a out or a, you know whatever it is whatever route it is which makes everything better, you know? Which draws uh, the safety over to Claypool, which gives Mooney more opportunities, or pushes two safeties back, which opens the rushing uh, lanes for Montgomery or uh, Herbert or, you know, makes a better screen pass, or finally gets Cole Komet some more looks. Which is another story in itself. But, um, I think you get the point, right? So, yeah. I think it's, it's a pretty optimistic time to be a Bears fan. I think it's better than the Lions. I mean, the Lions have uh, they're playing hard, but uh, their quarterback is not the quarterback of the future. <laughs> and you, you don't win this league if you don't have a quarterback. Vikings, they're a better team right now, but this Vikings team is not capable of winning a super. Is not capable of winning a Super Bowl. Packers, <clears throat> I'm not going to count the pack, the Packers out. Because I think Aaron Rodgers is great, and I think um, Packers, you know, they had a good team, right? They had a really good team. They had a really good defense. Um, The wide receivers aren't the best, but I guess, long story short, Packers could be really good this year still, and next year, and maybe one or two years afterwards, but... They might be on the peak of things because Aaron uh, Rodgers, you know, Tom Tom Brady apparently is taking his vitamins every day and is uh, going against the grain to say the least because most quarterbacks don't barely barely make it past thirty eight at the level that he's. Doing right now. So. But anyways. You get my point. The Bears are in pretty fucking good position. <clears throat> With that being said. You going next year. Bears. Uh, got a ton of money. You know. You. You, um, what do you do with that money, you know? You know what I mean? You, uh, my point, you sign a free agent tackle. I mean, I don't know if it's a left tackle or a right tackle. Just sign the best available tackle that you can at at a decent price. I know you're going to have to overpay, but just don't overpay too much. And then, uh, you know, whether you're putting uh, the rookie on the bench or Borum on the bench, bench one of those motherfuckers. And then, um, you know, your wide receiver team, depending on how Harry starts to look, you know, maybe he's going to surprise some people. He was a first-round pick. But um, I think you get a really, really good, solid number two receiver in the free agent market. Get that. Then you get a the best D tackle possible that you can. because I think that's crucial for this defense. And I think uh, what's his name? Iberfluse. He's all about defense, right? So he's He's going to attack that. And once you do that, you know, obviously that opens up the linebackers to be free to run around, you know, and our biggest weakness is obviously front defense, so that's going to sure up some things. <coughs> and they'll make the cornerbacks and the safeties' lives so much better. So, yeah, you get those three positions. <coughs> and then... Um, even another tight end, obviously, you know Cole Komet at this point. Kind of, we kind of know what he is, right? You know what I mean. He might even have a year where he, where he where he like gets eight hundred fifty yards. But we know what he is. He's never gonna. He's he's never going to break away from a defender. He's never gonna be that tight end, but he might. He's always going to be a very, very solid blocker, and uh, catch, catch. He seems to have pretty reliable hands, even though he's had some drop passes. But he's going to, you know, fight hard for some yards and have some tight end screens, and you know, make some good catches. But we kind of, we kind of know what he is right now, so. Maybe we could find a like more uh, great... What's his name? I almost said Greg. The Kittle. Kittle, huh? I can't remember Bozo's first name. Get like... We're not going to find him in free agency, but <coughs> find a more athletic receiving tight end is what I'm saying. Go along with Kokomet. Uh, so, yeah, if you... Uh, if you fill those four positions... To go along with draft the draft picks, you know I'm not gonna go projecting draft picks. Hey, we're, we should draft this and this and this because it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh, nonsense uh, jibber jabber, right? You know, because it's just hooey to uh, uh project what they're gonna pick. But you know, I guess that's what I'm doing anyways right now. So yeah. So long story short, with uh, the draft capital and the salary cap, and a and a quarterback, and the the uh, promise of having a very solid defense, based on uh resume and the fact that they have a pretty good pass defense already. Which is which you know to be honest is the toughest part of defense <coughs> you know um run defense in my opinion is the hardest to uh I mean, excuse me is easiest to, to fulfill you know because it just starts with Especially in the 4 3, you get to like uh, solid D tackles. That seems to be the biggest deterrent to a running game. So, long story short, it's very promising for the Bears. Um, you know, usually I go to uh, Bowls. Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, but I'm not going to do that because, uh, I don't know, because I'm drunk, but um if my 10, 9, 11 viewers want to hear it, let me know, and then I will, but um, I'm drunk, so I don't want to fucking do it. I just want to talk about Bears tonight. So if you bozos want to hear more, you reach out to me and you let me, you let me know, and I'll do just that. So take it seat.